Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to The Unlocked Athlete. I'm David Ventry, and my co-host is Billy Neal. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring discussion, sometimes with a guest and sometimes without, about how to elevate your game using the power of thought. So wherever you are on your journey, we thank you for joining us, and let the unlocking of the mind begin. Hello and welcome to the Unlocked Athlete. This is David Ventry, and I have my co-host Billy Neal. Today, what's up, Billy? Today is episode two, and we have Renee Cuellar. Hi, Renee. Go ahead and uh, well, first of all, thank you so so much for for joining us today. We know you have a busy uh, busy training schedule. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. I'm I'm excited to to be here and to to chat with you guys. Awesome. And if you don't mind, just uh, give a, give the audience a brief um, a bio on you. Okay. Um, my name is Renee. I play professional soccer for Club Tijuana, Cholos Femenil in Tijuana, Mexico. I currently live in San Diego. I am a wife, mother, and professional soccer player. And I'm originally from La Puente, California. And, um, well, I met David quite a while back <laughs> at doing uh, functions that speak with your feet. And I'm excited to catch up and to share uh, my story with you guys and hopefully help you inspire everybody here that's listening. Perfect. And, and yes, we, we've been friends for, for a long time. So uh, <laughs> I, I had an advantage getting you on here. But um, <laughs> yeah, one, I couldn't w- say no. <laughs> one, that's right. What, one thing I think, but I don't think you mentioned is, is you is the Mexico national team though, which is when we, uh, we met. Yes. Um, I am currently not with them. I have been in some camps recently, but yes, I played for the Mexico women's national team since I was 18. So for about 10, 11 years, I played two world cups, two Olympic qualifiers. And most recently, uh, last year in Olympic qualifiers, I made CONCACAF best 11. So nice. yes, I am a member of the Mexico women's national team as well. Having dual citizenship being Mexican American. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I I think it's a good you know place to start. Is um, I know you've been part of the best eleven, but not just not just internationally, but also uh, at a club level. I, I don't know if that's a <laughs> weekly thing, but but obviously you're having a, a, an incredible season. Um, just with that, so what's going on mentally with you? What what's what's driving this this season? Um. Yeah. So this tournament has been so far. Uh, I think my best tournament, one of my best tournaments. Um, and right now, currently, uh, not this past game, but the previous game before that, I just beat my record of most goals per season. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I have a better team around me. The league has grown. And I think for me, just mentally where I'm at right now is um, I'm actually very close to making some more dreams of mine come true. You know, obviously being a professional is a dream come true every single day, being able to be a wife, a mother, and, and continue to be a professional athlete competing at the top level is something that is, you know, a dream in itself. But right now I am two goals away from hitting 50 goals for my Ooh. club, which is awesome. the record, which will be the record, the new record for the women's as I currently hold the record and which will tie the men's record of my club as well. So I, uh, it's a big deal for me. And as well, I am tied for second in, league winning goal scorer so I have one more game uh to hopefully make that dream come true as well and you know mentally it's something that uh I haven't felt in a long time I've never been so uh anxious and nervous and ready to score two goals and hopefully score more than two to you know be league leading goal scorer so I think 
uh, mentally it's something new for me. I feel like I haven't, uh, I always put pressure on myself, but I feel like I haven't had as much pressure, self-pressure as this for a very long time. And I think, you know, it's something new for me to see because usually I'm, you know, I get nervous, the butterflies, but uh, it's, it's a bit different. It was different this past Monday's game as well that I think affected me in a way. But um, mentally right now, I, I'm excited. I'm nervous. A lot of emotions, but I, I, I'm ready, you know, and I think when you see more new things coming true and dreams coming true, it's scary to, to, to see it happen and to watch it happen. But I, I, I'm excited. That's well, congratulations because that's even to be in this position is is something special. So obviously you're you're doing things right, um, Billy. I'll, I'll let you jump in a little bit. Yeah, no, I just wanted to ask you. I mean, just looking back, like I did a little research on you before the call, actually, obviously. So <laughs> I just wanted to to touch base and like kind of get your perspective because, like, your senior year, what you led Oklahoma with in goals. Um, third most in school history or something like that? Yes, yes, it, so yes like, it was third most, yeah. And, I mean, it sounds like you were, you were coming back from a knee injury. So we talked to um, our, our guest last week, Diego, and he, mm-hmm. had, he had suffered from a, a knee injury. So could you, like, touch on that just a little bit of, like, some of the mental hurdles that you had to overcome coming back from a knee injury and then having that type of season your senior year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, actually my, it was my first uh, serious knee injury. I had just finished U20 world cup. I just actually was a month out of going right into world cup. And I had, uh, it was one of my last preparation matches and I had uh, got hurt in a practice game and mm-hmm. I was about a month out exactly to go on our trip to Germany to play U20 world cup. And, you know, I couldn't, I mean, obviously for me, I, I wasn't going to let that take me out. You know, they for checked sure. me, obviously they told me um, that I would be okay to play, yeah. you know, and, and I knew I was going to be okay to play. I was thinking like, Hey, there's no way, you know, I'm missing this. And so I taped my knee up. <laughs> I taped my knee up. I played uh, the whole U20 world cup. I, um, you know, led my, my country in goals. I was ranked top 10 in the world um, yes. at that age, you know, so for me, it was a big deal. And I was at a peak, you know, I would say a peak in my young career, my, my, my career and I went back to to University of Arizona. I was there at that moment. Um, I played my pre my six games until I was allowed to redshirt. You know the limit until you still can redshirt. And it was a big battle because my coaches, you know, were um you know thinking that hey, it's better you play. We really need you. You know, you could do a lot of big things. This is your season. And you know the doctor just gave me a choice of hey, do you want to play now or do you want to regret it later to have the possibility that you won't be able to play. So I got a microfracture with meniscus repair, which is a big surgery, thankfully not ACL. You know, I'm very grateful for that. And But it was something that was very hard. And that next year after that was my senior year at U of A and was not my year. You know, I had a yeah. – oh, I mean, I, I can't even put into words and just thinking about it. You know, I remember it. Obviously, it was a very, very tough time for me coming back. I uh, just wasn't going my way on the field, off the field. You know, I had lost my grandmother um, and I had just missed open World Cup because of the, you know, the FIFA exam and, you know, my knee was not ready. So I was really, you know, bummed out. I mean, I was Mexico's upcoming, you know, bright star and it just, it took a lot out of me. I, you know, hit, I will say a very, very, very big low. Then I had the opportunity to transfer out. I knew, you know, I would graduate from U of A, but I thought it was time to move on. And, you know, like you said, going in that point, it was 
you know, I, I didn't know. Did I, did I want to still play? Uh, you know, was I scared that if I kept playing and I didn't get back to my, you know, my old game and the way I, how great I was, you know, I was scared, you know, that I wouldn't get back there and going to Oklahoma, my coach, Matt Potter, um, you know, he just helped me find that again, you know, my family support. And, and as soon as I stepped foot there, you know, and I remember my first training, I thought, wow, I'm back, you know, yeah. and I think I just needed fresh air. I think I just needed a new, new beginning, you know, somewhere new where, where I hadn't done anything there yet. And I had a lot to prove. And, and I think, you know, coming off an injury like that and, and being where you're like, Hey, you know, I made it and here I am and I'm getting everything I deserve. And then to get knocked down, you know, yeah, it was, it was very tough. And, um, I think for me, you know, obviously I think of if that wouldn't have happened, would I have gone to Oklahoma? You know, what I have done, what I have done. And I think everything happens for a reason. And, and you know, that really just showed me how strong I was and how mentally strong I had to be. And, um, you know, I, I've been through, you know, that injury. I had another knee injury as well. Um, David, I think you remember. Um, yeah. Right, yeah. Before, uh, right before Open World Cup in 2015, I had tore my meniscus. Um, and that was, yeah, you know, it was, uh, I had torn my meniscus and I think I even needed microfracture when I was with Washington spirit and it was going to be open world cup year. So I had to come back from an injury again and I didn't know if I was ready. And as soon as I could kick a ball, my national team coach saw that called me, you know, he always could trust in me. I was always a fit player. I was always a great athlete and, and I was jogging. And then lo and behold, I came back from my knee injury that was supposed to take nine to 12 months and six. And I was a starter at the World Cup. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. No, that's really, really cool. So in the, can you tell me, because I think we've all like, for all of us athletes out here, which I, I represent this group that have never played at that high level, that have never made it there. Can you kind of walk me through what it's like to score, like on that stage, like in the U twenty World Cup, like you s scored the game winner against England, which is yeah, it has to be like <laughs> up there, like all time, like memory, I would assume, right? So, like, can you yeah. walk me? Yeah, I should have like, had another one too. I think that's more of a memory that sticks with me. <laughs> Getting yelled oh, at by really? my coach that I missed another one. Is yeah, missed but, one? Uh, okay. but yeah, um. No, you know, I, I think it's, it's, I think soccer is a, is a moment, you know, you know, football is, is a moment. And, and I always think, especially my position being a striker, you know, I could go, I mean, even to this day, you know, as a pro player, I can go where I don't touch the ball for almost 30 minutes, yeah. you know, and it's, it's me being ready for my one moment when I do get that one chance, you know, I have to put it away. And I think, and I think, you know, uh, when I scored, to win to win that game I mean it was you know a feeling that I had always dreamed of and and I couldn't put it into words and I'm sure you could see the pictures clearly I couldn't I didn't know exactly how to celebrate it either with the greatest faces but uh you know I I, uh, I mean I was excited you know I, I was happy and my family was there and you know you know to play at that level it, it's just it's it's you know it's it's a dream come true obviously but it's but it's all the work you know it, it's something as a kid that you always imagine and and you know I remember being there in my first game against Japan and I, I scored the goal, uh, the first goal of the game. I mean, it was, you know, unrealistic for me, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's an indescribable feeling. And every time I score a goal, you know, even if it's my, my third of the game, you know, it's still that same excitement, yeah. you know, and it's still, it's just still knowing that, you know, that's, that's what I work for every day, you know, and, and that's what I train for. And that's, you know, all the sacrifice I, I, you know, I, I do every day to be away from my son and, you know, to, to, 
take make daily sacrifices that I do and I mean it's it's you know it's an undescribable feeling but it's a feeling you know it's like uh how would I say it it's like uh I guess celebrating your birthday but 20 times better than that (laughs) so I think it's great (laughs) you said something really interesting that I wanted to kind of touch base on because I think in soccer more than any other sport I think you could probably look to like football maybe like American football to where Mm -hmm you play a position and your position is so important, right? The goal scorer. You can think about a wide receiver in football. It's kind of the same thing. Like you can go the entire game and not touch the ball, but you have to be ready because you might only get that one opportunity where, you know, you link up and you have the right pass and like it's played correctly. So throughout the game, when you're not getting the ball, right. Or, you know, passes aren't being completed in the right way. How do you keep focused mentally during the game? Yeah, that's, you know, I think that's something that, uh, of course, you know, I, 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 till this day, you know, I would say, you know, it's something that I, that I struggle with, you know, there, there, are you know, plenty of trainings where everything is for the defense, for the midfield, you know, not for the nines. And I think that's why I train so much extra, because I feel like, you know, individually, it's up to me to, like you said, be ready for that one chance. And in games, you know, I have my moments where, you know, hey, you know what? I haven't touched the ball, but it's fine. You know, when I when I do touch it, I'm going to be ready. And then I have the other moments where it's like, come on, man, you know, give me the ball. Like, we need to win. You know, it's my job to score, and, and, you know, I'm going to make it happen. You know, but I think something that I – that has always set me apart from the rest, and I will say especially in, you know, the style that is played in my current league, is that I think that I'm a well-rounded player. So I feel like – I don't depend on my team to make it happen for me. You know, I think, hey, you know what? I'm not always going to get the best pass. I may not always get that ball on the line that all I got to do is tap it in, and I hardly get that, so I need to go get that ball, and I need to make it happen. So I think that's more of my mentality is, you know, I, you know, some games I do sit there, you know, stay high between the center backs, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to wait for the ball. They need to play me. But, you know, most of the time, within 30 minutes, if I haven't really touched the ball, you know, I tell myself, hey, you know what? You need to go get that ball. You need to find it. You need to make it happen because you need to make it happen. Nobody's going to make it happen for you. So I think I, I teeter-totter, you know, between the both. You know, it's always yeah. a battle. And some days it's great. Other days it's, you know, like I said, hey, you know what? They're not playing me. I'm frustrated. And then when I do get that one ball, you know, I don't make the right choice. And I don't finish my chance because I was so busy making myself upset that I wasn't getting the ball that when that chance came, I just wasn't ready. And mentally I wasn't, you know, I wasn't there and I wasn't in, you know, the state of mind that I should have been at that moment. Right. That's great. You you know, Renee, I know we were joking earlier today about the, um, about that photo of you. I think you're in the training room when you're just sitting back with your eyes closed. Oh Um, yeah. You know, with, with, and, and, and I don't, I don't know if you were, you were really visualizing, but like, we can go. E- we can go either way with this. Like one yeah, is obviously uh, my uh, my teammate for posting that. I was actually getting my. Uh, we have like a, a pediologist, you know, and she like cleans her feet and gets your, you know, your uh, nails all. Yeah, so it's very nice actually. But yeah, I was. Uh, I, I happened to cl- probably the first time I ever closed my eyes in my locker for a minute, and the last time I definitely do that because a video will come up of it. So, <laughs> well, with, well, with that though, like, do you, do you actually do that in your in your non like physical training time or is that is that a part of your routine right now or is it you know um, is there anything like it you know I think that's a great question actually I think I find myself using visualization sometimes but I will say I'm not 
a I know a lot of athletes you know are people shall I say are very visual like you know they'll sit there and they'll imagine themselves and you know I will say I think that's something that I've done but it depends when you know sometimes I feel like like when I'm imagining it or when I'm thinking of it it's like a forceful thing for me you know maybe it's not my thing um I think I see myself and I'm very big on the, you know, I, I'm going to make it happen, you know, and I have to talk about it. I don't think I'm much of a visual person, but, but lately um, this last term, and I think it's something I've done a bit more of, you know, like more of, you know, self-positive talk and more visualizing, you know, Hey, I can do this, you know, and, and I see myself, you know, scoring my goal and I see myself playing good soccer, but I think I'm more of a, I'm just not surprising. I'm more of a talker, you know, or I need to talk about it more than visualizing it. <laughs> No, but but at least I, I would say that that's that's still a tool you're utilizing because when we when we think we know we whether we realize it or not a lot of times that they're in pictures so you may say a phrase or or something in regards to the field but you may not know it but you're probably triggering images in your mind so it's it's still it's a it's a powerful tool yeah 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 like I think I'm more of that like when I when I say it like I can see it pop in my head you know but when I can like if I'm closing my eyes and I'm just like let me think about it let me think about it. I I see it but it's not as natural you know yeah I think it's I think it's exactly the way you said it yes no it's 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 awesome and, and one other thing I don't know if you've been asked this a lot since you came back from it but what what's it been like um kind of on, on the road back from from having the baby um yeah it's not such that. a baby get, anymore right I get, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah he's four now so it's, it's actually very exciting you know I was telling you uh it's exciting once they start to know and put things together and they're in school and he knows his mom's a soccer player uh he actually tells his teacher and his classmates that he plays for cholos as well so it's pretty yeah it's pretty <laughs> great um but you know no I think um you know coming back from having a child you know once again it's that uh it was hard, you know, to, to, to be at home and to, I would get like cabin fever, you know, because I wasn't used to being home and I was used to like picking up and playing in all kinds of countries or being able to do what I wanted when I wanted. And I think for me, um, once I, I, I trained, you know, a bit like trained kids and trained myself as well with the ball, um, about until I was almost, you know, due with him the week before. And then after I had him, I started training as soon as I could, uh, lots of tears, uh, lots of, you know, obviously dieting that I hadn't had to do because I was always fit. Um, lots of new challenges for me, you know, definitely in the sense of, you know, having to have the energy to, to, to train, you know, I was, uh, you know, breastfeeding, I was mom, I, you know, had a baby to take care of first and foremost. So I think for me, you know, at, at one point I did tell myself, you know, like, man, you know, I'm going to get back to the field, but it took me, you know, longer than I expected. I think at that point, it wasn't such a now how it is a more common thing, you know, to see women as athletes, you know, and, and having a kid, you know, being a mom as an athlete, I think it wasn't so, you know, such a big deal. then. so I felt like I had limited resources in the sense of coming back and finding a team. Um, yeah. So I think for me, it was more a challenge of and once again, that fear of, hey, you know, once I come back, what if I'm not the same player? You know, what if I'm not the same? What if I don't move the same? My body's different now, you know, and and I signed in Israel. Um, I had to leave my, you know, my husband with my son and my son with him while he was in season playing for Las Vegas Lights. Um, <laughs> so that was hard for me, too, as a mom. You know, my, you know, he just turned one. Um, I missed his first birthday to go back to national to play with the national team. So that was big for me. You know, there's a lot of a lot of little things there. And 
I think for me, the most amazing thing that I found out about myself was how strong I really was, um, how I feel like I'm a better athlete than I ever was and a better athlete, you know, player than I ever was. And, you know, I always make the joke like, man, I should have had a kid when I was, you know, a lot younger, but uh, no, I don't want that. But, um, you know, I think it was amazing for me, you know, to see myself and to know that, you know, right now I think I'm, you know, better. And since I had him a better player than I had ever been. And I think it's just, you know, for me having that endless motivation and endless drive, you know, you always, what is my why? You know, I've always had my why for my family, for the sacrifice they made, you know, for everything they gave me. But now my other why is, you know, my son and every day, you know, good or bad, he loves me the same, not as a soccer player, as, you know, his mother, as a person. So I think that helped me balance out my life off the field and help me per- perform better on the field. Yeah, that that's, uh, that's amazing. Did, did, was there anything in particular that, that kind of turned that page for you as far as having that confidence after coming back from that? Or, or was it, or, or am I hearing you, is it, is it your son that was motivating you? Like what kind of, what made that for you? Um, I think it was, you know, a collective uh, of things. I think more, you know, my dad, you know, my mom and my dad, my mom, um, you know, my mom, I was, I was the mom who had the experience, you know, just being there for me emotionally my dad, you know, training me to get back. My husband, who was playing, who I actually got to be a practice player for his pro team with the men's. So that was nice for me because I just felt like all around me, all I had was support. And I felt like there was no other option, you know? Like, it was like, I got to do this and I got to try this. But I will say a turning point for me was when I went to play with my team in Israel. Because, you know, a main thing for me was I told myself, you know, and something, you know, that uh, not a lot of people know. I just told myself, like, hey – you're going to go, you're going to give it your best. And if you're not the same player, you know, then, you know, then we'll figure it out. Or, or maybe, you know, I, 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 you know, I just, I can't accept that. And maybe I won't play, you know, like it was just a big deal for me. And once I went back and I trained and I saw how great I was, you know, still, and I was like, Hey, I think I'm even better. You know, that was it for me. I'm a very, uh, you know, confidence is a big deal for me, my ego and everything. And they loved me as a player. And I think that's, you know, I was where I needed to be and where I was meant to be. And I think, you know, if I had the choice, I would sign there again. And they gave me the confidence I needed, the league, you know, everything just just happened, you know, the way I would have wanted to, you know, and it wasn't easy, but I think that was a big turning point for me was I saw that, I, hey, I still got it, you know, and I can still do this being a mom. Yeah, man, uh, yeah, Billion, I'm sorry. I'll let you jump in after this. I just want to, I, I'm hogging it up, but I got to ask. Renee, would you say like with the with the ego that you you've utilized your ego in 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 the way that has basically just provided you with the confidence that you've needed while you've been playing all these years? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sure if you ask a lot of people about me, they'll be like, "Well, you know, she's so cocky." Yeah, cocky. <laughs> I mean, it's not <laughs> to me. It's not cocky. You know, to me, it's like I said, I I have to have that edge to me, and I think you know, every athlete has that, right? It's like, hey, you know, if you don't believe in yourself and you don't think you're the best, what makes, nobody else is going to think that about you, you know, or it could be vice versa, you know, hey, they don't think I'm the, I'm the best, but I, you know, I think I'm the best and that's all that I need to drive me. And I definitely think my confidence and my mentality has played a very, very, very big deal. And I think, you know, as an athlete, for me, it's not, you know, the ball work, it's not the athlete, it's the mental part. You know, and yes, I think a lot yes. of it is mental. I think a lot of it is mental, you know, a, a lot of it. And as I, the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that I think when you're younger, you know, you don't see it that way. You think like, oh, I just played bad because, you know, I just had a bad game. Wasn't my day. You know, now I start to see myself like, man, you know, what? I, I, I didn't score because I was, you know, just 
thinking it, you know, thinking about it so much that I made myself so nervous that I was making bad choices, but it was because of mental things. You know, it wasn't because I wasn't prepared as the player. I always trained. It was the other side of the sport that people don't really talk about. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> Billy, I'm going to let you, uh, you round this one out. No, that's, that's really, um, that's really great because I'm glad you said that because when we hear the word ego, so many times we, it has this negative connotation to it, right? Like they're so <laughs> egotistical, but you're right to play at that level. And especially to, you know, come back from injuries like you have, or come back from pregnancy, like you, like you have, you have to have that supreme confidence. So I'm glad to hear you say that, like, no, it's my, it's my mental ability to know that I am, you know, supremely gifted at what <laughs> I do. So I guess my, my yeah. last question, um, is like kind of walk us through like what's next for you tell us about your schedule tell us walk us through the playoffs um share with everybody where they can find you if they're not already following you and all of that okay yes so um next up for me this saturday is my last game of the season it will be an away game against juarez and after that i will have playoffs which is this is my second time with my team um, making playoffs in the history of our club. The first time I was a part of it as well. So, I, you know, I'm very excited about that. Um, for me, what's next is hopefully uh, this Saturday hitting my two goals. You know, I know I'll get it done. I'll hit 50 goals in my career. I also, you know, aspire to become the leading goal scorer this Saturday as well. You know, I'm going to uh, just, you know, mentally be be tough, mentally be ready, mentally, you know, have that, that you know, uh, killer finish in me you know putting the ball in the net and and uh for me you know it's I've always believed in myself and even you know I get down on myself as well you know I'm human I have feelings I have negative thoughts I have bad days you know I have days where I don't believe in myself I have days where I doubt myself but I think the biggest thing for me is knowing that all the work I put in you know it, it will reward me one day and if it's not tomorrow it's the next day you know and, and I'm just waiting for my moment and and going out there and you know hopefully making my my moment happen very soon and, and doing my best every day. And um, if you don't follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Renee Cuellar 10. I play for Cholas Feminine and you can catch my games on YouTube as well. If not, you can catch my games on Fox Sports Mexico. Awesome. I love it. And uh, Billy, before you close it, close it out. I just wanted to put this out there. It, you know, Renee, I know we've known each other for several years, but <laughs> one, one of the things that we had connected on was was basically the, the charity aspect or giving back. And I know that you and your, your dad through his, his performance gym uh, do things yes. for kids. And, and at the time I, we were doing stuff for kids with soccer and, and donating our time and equipment. And you always, uh, you always showed up for us with that. So I just want to, you know, say thank you again for doing that and just being the, the great person that you are. It's uh, uh, it means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And honestly, that's the best part about the game. And, and, you know, being in the job that I have is that I love to give back. And I think that's more important than the game itself. You know, it's about the person you are. It's about the little things you do that when people aren't looking, you know, whether it's training, whether it's, you know, I cross the border every day. And every Sunday, you know, I, I, I tell myself that the families I see that are in need, you know, I try to give them some vessels to help them out. I call it my giving Sunday. You know, and I think obviously that other side of the game is if not, you know, just as important, more important than actually, you know, being the professional athlete on the field. So thank you so much again. And, you know, hopefully we'll get to start doing more stuff like that together again. And, you know, I appreciate you having me and appreciate you wanting to well, get more of my story out there. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. And um, yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll start doing that stuff again. We, we really will. So um, 
Billy, go ahead and close us out, but no, that's that's it. Um, final question, I guess, is like everybody has a different definition of success. For yes. you, when you walk away at the end, whenever that is, whenever you're done playing, um, looking back, like what would that, what would that have to be for you? Like for you to look back at your career and be like, man, that was a successful career. Maybe you're already there, but um, tell me what that, that means to you. Wow. That's like uh, hitting home right now because uh, well, I'm uh, 31 and I plan on playing minimum, maximum two more years. Uh, I think I had said before that I was going to retire at 32. Now it's 33. I don't know when I'll be ready to walk away from the game. But I think for me, having a successful career would mean knowing that I gave it my all and that I could walk away saying I made my dreams come true. I made my family proud. That's the most important to me is making them proud. I made history. I did things that others uh, didn't do. You know, for example, being the first American and Mexican to play in South Korea, things like that. I think most importantly, the thing for me of, of having successful careers, you know, um, leaving my mark, leaving my mark and wherever I played, you know, leaving, you know, my legacy, especially here in Club Tijuana. I think that when I came here, I knew it was, um, wasn't a big club for other people, but for me, it, you know, I wanted to make it a big club and I wanted that challenge of, you know, Hey, I'm such a great player that I, I don't need to be at the biggest club for it to be a big club, but I'm going to make sure people know my club's name and people know my name. And I think that for me would be a successful career was knowing that I went somewhere that, you know, that I'm sorry, <laughs> that, um, that, that wasn't, you know, the big club to them, but to me, it was my big club and that, you know, I changed history there and, and, and I made things happen and that I gave it my all everywhere I went and that through the good and bad times, you know, I, I got through it and I was strong and I persevered and I was relentless. That's awesome. Definitely. Yeah, Amazing. I love it. Renee, thank you so much for taking the time with us. We're so grateful for you to hop on here and uh, best of luck this weekend and going forward <laughs> into the playoffs and everything. Um, and we'll definitely be following. So thank you. Yes. Thank you guys so much again. I really appreciate it. It was a nice chat to have before uh, while this next upcoming game. <laughs> That's right, right. Go get it, Renee. Go get it. <laughs> thank you, David. <laughs> Alrighty, well that 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 ends this episode. Again, thank you so so much, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks again for joining the Unlocked Athlete today. If you liked what you heard and felt, please subscribe. We would love the opportunity to continue to inspire you on your athletic journey. Also, if you feel pulled to do so, please share with a fellow athlete. We can all unlock the next level together. Until next time, take care of that mind. <laughs>